Hi everybody, welcome to Sapphic Culture Club, where we explore lesbian themes in film, TV, books, music, and anywhere else Sapphics roam. We are your hosts, I'm Laurel Hechenova. And I'm Audrey Nee. Well, well, well. It seems we've arrived at the fourth film in the top 10 list of lesbian films. And my, what a juicy journey it's been. <laughs> Number four on the list, of course, is Imagine Me and You. And as a reward or punishment, depending on how you look at it, <laughs> for making it this far with us, we wanted to do a watch along with you. And to help us sound more intelligent, we've invited a longtime <laughs> friend of the podcast and first time guest on the show, Grace. Welcome, Grace. Hi. Yay. Thanks for having me. Welcome. Do you want to introduce yourself? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm great. I, I don't know. Do you need context for like how? I was gonna Why? I was gonna provide context for how we met, but you can also do it. No, I'd love I would love for you to <laughs> share our story. <laughs> Ooh, so funny story. We met Grace, I think on season one of uh, Sapphic Culture Club when we were still a baby and still called Podcast of a Lady on Fire for those tuning in more recently. I think just chatting on like Instagram and stuff. But then it turns out we learned that we actually work for the same company. I don't know if you want me to get into the detail of how we found out, because it involves you stalking me, but... Fair. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it's I'm a person that lives in the digital age. That's what the internet is for, right? It's just, like, stalking. But no, I was Fair. looking at your Instagram, scrolling pretty far back, and I saw a picture of you and a dog in a conference room that was clearly like conference room of like me familiar where we work. And I was like, this podcaster who loves this obscure film also works at the same company. So I think I just emailed you. Does that sound right? Yes, that is exactly right. That is a perfect account. Were you creeped out when I emailed you? No, not really. You seemed like you weren't going to murder me. At work, especially. At work. Nice. Yeah, yeah. No. I mean, and it's been, what, like two years? I was honestly impressed. I was impressed that you, not that you scrolled that far back, but that you were able to identify the meeting room because I don't know if I would have been able to do that because it looks it's like pretty generic. So you obviously have an eye for detail. I mean, you could see like the conference hardware and things like that. that oh, okay. make it specific. So anyways, <laughs> yeah, excellent sleuthing. Well, anyway, thank you for joining us, Grace. Yeah, thanks for being here. This is going to be great. I'm very curious about this movie. I've never seen it before, so I'm yeah. And it's really high on the list, too. And that's the other it thing. Is, but, yeah. you know, so I'm kind of I'm curious about it. We're excited to watch you watch it for the first time <laughs> <laughs> along with everyone else. This is. Yeah. OK. I'm just going to start with the disclaimers. So we're going to watch the movie in the course of watching the movie. You're going to come across the end of the movie. In that sense, this episode will contain spoilers. <laughs> Do all movies spoil themselves? I don't know. Wow. Anyway, so this is going to be a watch along and we are all watching it on YouTube where you can rent it or buy it. And we're just going to start at the zero colon zero zero mark on the scrubber. So if you start there, if you hit play when we say we're hitting play, you should be good to go. And we can also describe the first thing we see for those of you watching at yep. home because I know some people own this. Oh, that's true. Yeah. So just to set the scene before we actually hit play, Imagine Me and You was released in 2006. 
It was written and directed by Ole Parker, O.L. Parker, who uh, also directed the second Mamma Mia. Here we go again. And I found out recently is actually, or was, married to Tondi Wade Newton, which if you don't know, she is in Westworld and a bunch of other stuff and is an incredible, glamorous, wonderful actor. And that was really surprising to me for some reason. Yeah. Cinematography, interestingly, was by someone named Ben Davis, who more recently just did a ton of like MCU stuff. So I thought that was kind of fascinating going from this rom-com to, you know, that world. And the film stars Piper Parabo, who you might know from movies like Coyote Ugly and Lost and Delirious. And then, of course, Lena Headey, who is probably most famous <laughs> for her role as Cersei Lannister in Game of Thrones. Oh my god, she's in this? She yes. sure is. <gasps> the oh. first reveal. Great. <laughs> wow. Okay. So to give this a little bit more cultural context, we're not going to go through the top grossing films for time's sake, but it does currently have a 35% on Rotten Tomatoes. Yikes. And interestingly, Dubs was released in the same year, so 2005. And other fun fact, Lena Headey and Piper Perabo were actually both in a movie called The Cave together. The IMDb synopsis for that is bloodthirsty creatures await a pack of divers who become trapped in an underwater cave network, which came out the same year as The Descent, but they're not the same movie, even though they have people in horrifying cave situations. I guess there was just like something, some kind of like cave phobia happening happen? in the culture. Like in Did something? Wait, weren't there like a bunch of people who got stuck in a cave? I don't know if it was that year, but there yeah. was like I feel some like that cave rescue. Every year, but it's like yeah. probably one of my biggest phobias. Mm. Mm-hmm. Also, if I remember correctly, Heather Petrocelli, who is often on the show, recently talked about both of these films because they came out at the same time, and like oh. I think she said one of them was good, the other one not. The Yes, the descent is actually really good and like legitimately scary. <laughs> yeah, but at least our two leads. I think the cave actually they worked in the cave, on the cave. They worked on the cave before Imagine Me and You, so they have some history. Okay, so we asked you if you've seen this movie, and ninety-one percent of you said you have, and nine percent no, which haven't. Wow. So uh-huh. that it's is definitely the our highest highest so far, Grace. What do you have to say for yourself? <laughs> I was just going to ask. <laughs> Nine out of was, ten sapphics. Yeah. Was I the one, one yeah, person the that had nothing? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so you're the person we're having on the show today. <laughs> Perfect. Excellent. Okay. I mean, I'm really surprised because I don't think I'd even like heard of it. It like, didn't even really register. Like, I think oh. when you had asked if I'd seen it, I thought it was that other, you know, some other, what was it? Incredibly True adventures. Yeah. To, oh, I thought right. it was like some <laughs> other movie that you're referring to. So this is like, doesn't even register on my gay film list. So mm-hmm. I guess Heather fell into that category too because she yep. hadn't seen it. And this isn't a spoiler, but like as soon as I we hit play in the first like 10 seconds, she was like, wait, isn't this Kiss Mig? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that is a spoiler. So we also asked if you had seen it, when and where did you see it? A couple of themes that came up, several people watched it when it was released, including renting it from Blockbuster, which was still around at the time. Mm -hmm. For some people, it helped them discover slash understand their sexuality. 
from Paradigm we got in 2007 or 2008 in my little flat. I was 28 and was on my way to understand I prefer women. Smiley face. <laughs> so imagine me and you helped with that. Help people literally imagine. Oh, yeah. Them, <laughs> nice. Yeah. <Great>. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so I think we know, but I will just ask again so we can f- formally state it. For the record. For the record, Laurel, have you seen this before? Yes, for the record, I have seen this movie before. <laughs> when was the last time you watched it? I don't remember. I think um, it was actually, it has to have been before Portrait because I can't imagine mm. what my viewing would be like after Portrait. Let's not no. set any, I mean, you know, let's for no manage. reason. For no reason. I just, it's... I, I view film. all films that way now, so that's why that's I said that. That's fair, actually. <laughs> that's actually real. I don't know. You know, this might be the movie that takes down Portrait for me. So <laughs> you should not like. You should not no, you're me. you're totally right. Yeah. Right. Okay. Thank you, Audrey. Have you seen this before? I have seen it before. I think I saw it. I possibly saw it when it came out in theaters. I'm actually, I'm pretty sure I did. Oh my god, I'm that old. Um, and then my girlfriend at the time, or someone maybe she was a microphone i don't know she someone i was living with had it on <laughs> either vhs or dvd i don't know she probably still does so i've seen it since and then i watched it this week again i'm sorry i wanted to go in fresh but heather was really excited about seeing it because she had it and so i just watched it a few days ago but i it's okay because i fell and hit my head and i don't remember anything so we're all good great grace have you seen this before i have not and i'm, I'm pretty excited Yes. I mean, Cersei, like that's, (laughs) we're starting off on the right foot. Pretty much reprising her role. Like 100%. I would say Cersei was like inspired by this, this character. Okay. That's why they cast her as Cersei. Yeah. (laughs) So there's like an iconic, like shame scene (laughs) where she's like walking through the streets. Let's not get too far ahead of ourselves. Yeah. Um, um, Piper actually plays the dragon, so it's pretty cool <laughs> to see okay. the romance form there. Piper plays a manifestation of power, so it's it's a really whoa. <laughs> <laughs> wow, you know, I never thought about this film as like a metaphor for Game of Thrones or like preceding it, but I think it did probably inspire George R. R. Martin yep. to write Game of Thrones. That's when he started writing Game of Thrones was in 2005. So yeah, I, I have think no the time, idea. Nerds yeah. don't no. at me. Like, oh. <laughs> oh. The timeline tracks. <laughs> yeah. Imagine fire and ice. Sorry. That's what? I'm good. No. <laughs> She's like, still going down Imagine Game of Thrones. fire and ice. Oh, okay. <laughs> sorry. Sorry. Oh, wow. This is going to be a Game of Thrones. Imagine me and you match up, actually. So not having seen this, and I think you probably didn't do too much research, although knowing you, maybe you did do a lot of research. Do you have any expectations other than the ones that we just set for you? <laughs> okay, so it's definitely going to be better than Portrait. Yeah. Okay. Um, yep. Yep. Right? That's where we got you. I resisted the desire to like do a lot of research and watch this film in advance and read the analysis, but... Just based on like the poster, like cover, and I see it here. Like I think of Jenny's wedding, which I haven't seen, but that's like in (laughs) like the related films category. Can you describe the poster that you're looking at right now? For Imagine Me and You or Jenny's wedding? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Imagine Me and You. Yeah, no, it's like it's two couples like on a wedding day. It looks like so guy girl, guy girl, Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. it's like you see their backs, and (laughs) I think that's Lena Headey looking at Piper so 
she's imagining her. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. If you want to skip the watch along part of this and jump right into the part where we discuss the movie itself, just skip ahead to one hour and 43 minutes. Anything else before we get started? I think we just need to do this. I mean, I think we just need to jump in. <laughs> Laurel. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm trying. Everyone's comfortable? Everyone cozy? Mm-hmm. Yes. So it's three, two, one, and we all hit play, right? Yes. Three, two, one, play. And when we say play, we hit play. Yes. Okay. Okay. Great. Ready? Mm-hmm. Three, two, one, mm-hmm. play. play. Oh, my God. Did you do it? Do we need yeah. to do it again? No, we're good. Okay. I'm good. I'm getting the orchestra fanfare playing. Everyone and the see, hear that? Spotlights. Yeah. Says search. Crescendo. Light pictures. <laughs> I actually hit play after we said play. It'll be fine. It'll be fine. Oh, wait. <laughs> that's what I did, too. I thought that's what we were supposed to do. <laughs> okay. Whoops. Am I a little bit ahead? Don't spoil You're it. Like I have half a minutes. second. <laughs> half a second ahead. You see credits? Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay, good. <laughs> with this In association really, with Focus Features. This, uh, this um, I don't know what to, this catchy tune. Cougar Films? Mm-hmm. Hmm. She's sitting on a bed. She's, oh, she's smiling. <laughs> she was staring at her alarm. I'm not going to do this the whole time. Okay. Isn't that what you do every morning? <laughs> Sit and smile at my alarm clock yeah. until it goes off. <laughs> I feel like a lot of movies, they don't actually use toothpaste when they're brushing their teeth. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my gosh. She works at a flower shop. So cute. Okay, that dude's from Buffy, right? Mm-hmm. Piper is American, right? Yes, that's right. This is not a real accent. What do we think about her outfit? <laughs> what year is this movie? 2005. Does it feel more 90s than that? Is that a vest or like sleeves sewn on to like a vest? I feel like it's very burner. Oh, yeah, I can see that. Well, she's like a florist or something, right? Mm hmm. Oh, straight couples. Oh. 
Mm, she's smart foreshadowing to you (laughs) no she's like a florist but knows physics you know (laughs) she's the full package florists often sit like no and (laughs) participate in the wedding like this (laughs) only if they're wearing their burner outfits yeah yeah i think they just wanted someone to offload the child onto (laughs) Also, is she not Kira Knightley? The little girl? No, like... No, she's talking about <laughs> Lena Headey. They oh. look like the same person. I can <laughs> kind of see that. Are you all look the saming British people? <laughs> is that not okay? No, it's fine. I'm just asking. Oh, okay. Okay, yeah. Great. <laughs> that kind of looks like the guy from Malcolm in the Middle to me sometimes. What? It's the big eyes. <laughs> oh, Frankie Muniz. Yeah. It's like lemur eyes. <laughs> she's from something too, right? She does feel the familiar. friend. Yeah, she looks. Familiar. Yeah, and she's from something. They're all from yeah. the mom. <laughs> like Bridget Jones or something, I think. This gay movie starts out very straight. (laughs) Gay. Run away. <laughs> They're really setting Heck up to be like, what a nice guy. Mm hmm. still confused why she's here yeah you know they have to check on the flowers oh, okay. throughout yeah, the yeah, wedding of <laughs> I don't know. oh wait they haven't had a thing yet no those are intense looks Is 
Oh my oh, god. Oh well. What the hell? Gross. Now they're married. It's <laughs> a nice, uh, juicy foley. Sir C. Sir C. <laughs> kill them all. Kill them all. Yeah, yeah. yeah right. Surprise, it's the red wedding. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> I mean, the number of like insufferable people so far. It's, <laughs> I know, this is, yeah. The tally is high. <laughs> I feel like they're using that little girl to like indicate who is a good person and who is a bad person. Mm. Ew. Ew. <laughs> so gross. What kind of speech is that? I love how it makes no sense that the florist is just like hanging out the wedding. I'm surprised they didn't make her a photographer. <laughs> like, I know this is like the perfect opportunity for the trope. Like literally every other movie. Yeah.
Did she just walk home? Yeah, she just, <laughs> she just got too straight. She left her car. <laughs> Ew. Ooh, that armband tattoo. Yeah. I think there's like a fairy or something at the end of it. It's very 90s lesbian. <laughs> On the tattoo? Mm-hmm. Flowered up. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Oh, man. Her pants. <laughs> I know. I love it. They're so low. <laughs> I love it so much. You know, I thought they were brown on brown, but maybe it's brown on red. Oh, yeah. That's a that's a new cup. Wait. I don't, no, world be. to come. Right. Was it? Was it, one of them was red head? Red Wasn't the, Yeah. <laughs> the one who came to town and <laughs> and then left. I'm trying Rock not to world. spoil a different. Yeah. <laughs> Came to town yeah. and then left. <laughs> Great summary. <laughs> Try not to spoil it. Why?
friend. Friend. <laughs> I think that was the original name of the movie. Click. Oh. What does that mean? She's impulsive and doesn't know how to stay overpays budget. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, she's impulsive and overpays. Oh, that top! Oh, bad. (laughs) I love it. I almost spit out my coffee. Thank you. does that mean (laughs) (laughs) like playing pool with a rope billiards oh is that what snooker is yeah i think so okay thank you (laughs) like translation she has a lower back tattoo as well yes she sure does That was my favorite phone. Oh. Do you remember that the era? Mm-hmm. 2005. Oh, man. <laughs> I really liked the, the razor when it came out. There's a lot of peeing in this movie. Or maybe the is this the first pee? <laughs> I'm just thinking about peeing a lot. <laughs> it's just that. <laughs> Straight couples. Mm. You know, she peed before the wedding. Yes. At McDonald's. Oh, that's right. Oh, you're right. It's all right. <laughs> I shouldn't say straight couple. <laughs> straight culture. This is straight so much like icky straight culture. <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> Stop. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> what? Hang them? <laughs> Are those lilies? Mm-hmm. Aren't those funeral flowers? I think white lilies definitely. I don't okay. know. Maybe any lilies? That's a sassy top. <laughs> my dreams crushed. Right. Because of my partner. My wife. Hashtag heterosexuality. <laughs> That's hilarious. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Uh, oh, heck. Non-consensual setups are not okay. Yeah. Well done. Well done. Uh -huh. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, my God. This guy. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> this feels okay. I feel like warm is a weird... <laughs> Yeah. Pee, right? I know. It's like pee. <laughs> it's like sitting in a warm pool of pee. Warm and relieving. Mm hmm Did you see the caption on that? No. Never mind. It said sorted, but... Oh, like, yeah, 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 yeah. There's sorted. A, not, <laughs> there's a few mess ups, sorted. yeah. Sorted, yeah. So pleased. I know. <laughs> That's how I feel about it. Yeah. <laughs>
classic <laughs> lesbian romance scene. Oh my god. I'm so crazy. <laughs> Sitting in the rain. Oh my god. <laughs> I'm so quirky. I'm on the roof. <laughs> oh my god. You're wet. I'm going to put my jacket over your wet body. Your wet yeah. jacket. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, I see. Yeah. Nope. Is this what they're listening to? Are they listening to Ravel? <laughs> like what? <laughs> what is I happening? I don't know if it's. I think it's non-diegetic. I don't think it's actually coming from the car. It's for you to hear. <laughs> but like, why would they choose this as the score? I this is no. Like, absurd. <laughs> what are they trying to say here? <laughs> this is absurd. Ew. I know. <laughs> He's like all the time. What are you talking about? It's good advice. Yeah. You didn't twig? Wait, what's twig? Twig? You don't know you don't mid two thousands British slang? <laughs> twig. She just like details. <laughs> oh my god, the pants. Uh-huh. Cargo pants. Nice. <laughs> She's like, oh shit. <laughs>
Oh, wow, yeah. Oh, wow, the pants. Oh, God! Ooh, I love it! <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Why? Oh my god. Stop. Wow, Piper is so wistful. I know. Is this Bell and Sebastian? No, but it sounds like them. It's or, like knockoff. Um, it's, it's very 2005. No, they're Scottish. I don't know, never mind. Wait, is Rob the tool? Or is yeah, Rob something else? Coop. Okay. Oh, oh. Well, he's also a tool. They're he's all tools. Every boss. all yeah. <laughs> yes. Hmm. I don't think this is intentional, no. but the movie feels like anti-heterosexuality. Yeah, propaganda. I was just thinking that, <laughs> right? Like this is actually like it's being played for comedic effect, but this is a yeah. huge problem. I know with domestic violence. She's this is a problem. <laughs> literally working right now. 
Why? Yeah, why? Don't. No reason. (sighs) (sighs) Things were dire in 2005. (laughs) God. Wait, why is she there? I think she the helped kid. the kid with yeah. her project. She and the kid are friends now. <laughs> uh, I'm actually not sure whose kid this is. I think it's Piper's sister. Like, But she... where's her sister? No, no, no. I mean, this is the little kid. Oh, that's kid her is... actual sister? Like, she was an accident or something. Oh, okay. I think I missed that. Is Piper a teacher? No. She's just... No, she's not a teacher. Okay. This does have kiss me, <laughs> kiss Meg kind of Vibes. loose storyline. Yeah. yeah, yeah. What? <laughs> Friends. That's a good line, and that's everything you need to know about space. <laughs> that was actually, yeah. What? <laughs> Super efficient. <laughs> Oh, DVDs. (laughs) (laughs) What? (laughs) What? This is how I also learned about Lesbianism. (laughs) On DVD. On DVD. (laughs) 
a what? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like a c- cigarette? C- I know. But- I wonder if they had to pay you in to use that. (laughs) (laughs) This is a very similar scene in Saving Face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Isn't it just called Georgie's Bush? Like, Oh, it is Burning Man. (laughs) Is he okay? He's not okay. (laughs) So, like, basically all the dudes are terrible except for Heck. Yeah. Is that right? I mean, I don't know if the father's terrible. I think he's just very put upon. Yeah. Really? That's, that's really? <laughs> okay. I wish we were keeping a tally for like straight culture. <laughs> I mean, we would have broken yeah, the yeah. calculator or whatever.
So this is like a really small town, right? I guess. Isn't it London? <laughs> Super small yeah, you know. village. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nah. <laughs> I'm good. Uh, wow. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Ugh, straight people sexualizing children. <laughs> My God. Ha <laughs> 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 Just totally dismissed that. <laughs> Lack of putting out. <laughs> Your recent always sad looks. <laughs> she pregnant or gay? Oh boy. <laughs> she can see who called. <laughs> this is before caller ID. <laughs> Whoops.
What does that mean? You never you build never her? build her? I yeah. Yeah, don't be shrill, lady. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> it's good to show her where they are, because otherwise... This you know. is where your stomach is. <laughs> what? Oh my god! What is happening to me? I think she does. Whoa. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. Titanic style. These hats, too. I know. <laughs> I do that all the time. <laughs> mm-hmm. Or something. <laughs> Number nine. Oh. <laughs> I think she meant like a club, but. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god. It's <laughs> DDR. There was DDR in San Junipero too. Oh, let's turn it into a trope. It's a gay dyke dyke revolution. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. It's my favorite kind of revolution. Yeah. Did you guys do DDR? Yeah. Back in the day? I mean, yeah. a little bit. Not like at their skill level. <laughs> they're barely touching it sometimes. Yeah, but they're like very coordinated with their movements. <laughs> it's the chemistry. It's like. <laughs> yeah. Incites choreography. Don't tell her what to think. Oh. <laughs> oh my god, chills. <laughs> That's why they bring it to funerals. Oh. Oh. <laughs> You're like sisters. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
They both look like they're going horseback riding. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like warm weather or like cold mm-hmm. weather horseback riding. Nope. They should hook up. Cross the street. Cross the street? Is that the euphemism? (laughs) Straight culture! Yay! (laughs) (laughs) Hey, you want to go to Norway? Cross the street. Go to Norway. Poor Huck.
Where did she go? <laughs> this turns into a horror movie. Yeah. <laughs> I was hoping so. White Walkers. <laughs> oh my god. I thought it was going to be Coop. <laughs> God, I'm really glad it wasn't. Wow, judgy. No, I don't think I would shake anyone's hand no. there. <laughs> What is the intention of that scene? What is what? the intention? What do you mean? <laughs> I mean, wait. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, what, what purpose like, does it serve? Reinforcing that they really are losing their connection. Like, they can't even do, like, a fun hookup. I don't know. Mm -hmm. But then also to, like, contrast it with a gay, another, like, yeah, queer relationship. Yeah, I don't know what that I was supposed know. to be. <laughs> I feel like she's blaming Luce, but it's not really Luce's fault. No. I don't think she is. I think she's... She was like, you make me. Oh, yeah. Mm. Like, Luce hasn't said a single word. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> With song. The song, the back tattoo, it's it's really doing it for me. <laughs> well, she wanted to do it in nature, right? What? Ha 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 ha. Oh. How darling. <laughs> patriarchy jump scare <laughs> uh. 
<laughs> you might know her. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> My wife. <laughs> Women. She likes women. Sexy. It feels like his feelings are like the emotional crux of this movie. Mm-hmm. Not Rachel's conflict. Right. Is this his story? Yeah. <laughs> Good advice. Seems unhealthy. Yeah. <laughs> Straight people just prefer denial. Oops. <laughs> ignore it. This. Wait, she snuck the out win- the window? <laughs> gay panic. <laughs> gay panic. And it's funny. Also, like, super guilty. Whoa, she doesn't run very fast, does she? <laughs> <laughs> Unless you come to the flower shop where I work. (laughs) Or shop at the same grocery store. (laughs) Or go to the same fireworks show. Small town, tiny village of London. Small town London. It's okay. <laughs> Don't cry, Laurel. It's okay. It's okay, Laurel. <laughs> They're gonna see each other like daily, so it's cool. <laughs> yeah, totally. it's just, like the school play. <laughs> well, she's BFS with her very young sister, yeah. so it's all good. <laughs> I think that's her. Is that her niece? Or is that? I don't that think so. I think the I mom think said her... something at the beginning. Yeah. Okay. I'm not sure I quite understood that, but yeah. 
Ugh. This is how Yuna goes. He can still hear you when you do that. I know. Like it's <laughs> <laughs> Your clavicle's not like airtight. <laughs> Says you. <laughs> no. This is how I negotiate. That's your comeback? Do hydrangeas actually mean something like Is that just for the purpose of the film? <laughs>
Hmm. Hmm. So specific. Let's unpack that. That's oh, so sad. Oh, God. God. The way she, like, swallowed after that, too. Is that what heterosexuality is? Ah! Just enough. <laughs> if I must bear your love. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. He <gasps> <laughs> knows! He goes. He goes. <laughs> Jump scare. Ugh. Ugh. Girl. Girl. <laughs> Hit him with the flower bucket. Ugh. Oh, God. Ooh. Yeah. Loud. 
Coop calling someone a slut, too, just like... A dumb mm-hmm. slut. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure he can talk. No, he really doesn't have the moral high ground here. I think she took your advice, actually, Coop. Right. Oh my god. <laughs> of course. <laughs> this is like kiss me. This is really depressing. Is it straight or British? music yeah Yeah. did he get a haircut (laughs) he looks more tan too right it's too good i mean this is his movie so hold her by the chin too oh no there it is yeah there's the unstoppable force Thank you, straight man, for allowing this lesbian relationship to exist. <laughs> sexy guys. Why? Never him. Wait, she said that. Bum, bum, bum. Her face. Yeah. So coy. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> Good job, Mom. <laughs> oh, come on, sad dad. So they're just going to leave her? Yeah. <laughs> they just abandoned the child. She's like, what, eight? I still don't think she did anything wrong. Except for those pants. No, I'm just kidding. Not, no, those not pants are choice. Right. No, they're great. <laughs> yeah. Is he going to go upstairs to fold paper airplanes out of their wedding menus? Mm. Oh, my God. That's oh, my God. Uh, yeah, that's right. That's right. <laughs> been playing along. Wait, where did she come from? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> just, she just walks around a little village ghost? of London. Yeah, that's what I was just going to say. <gasps> She's oh this whole time. Dead. Yeah. <laughs> she went to the store? Well, when you're a ghost, you can travel anywhere. Mm hmm. Like this kid is like everybody's therapist. Yes, unburdened on this child. She's carrying a lot of weight, yeah. right? 
Yeah, she's precocious. It's literally fine. her role here. Ghost therapist. Like, what? to suffocate yourself? I know. Like, <laughs> is your math teacher okay? <laughs> no, that... Did you hear that? No. He just said, sh- yeah. I should have married you. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I mean... <sighs> Yikes. Yeah. That is like <laughs> too excited about this. Yeah, I know, right? It's a little creeper bill. Whoa. (laughs) (laughs) Disapproving Asian lady. I know. So the first POC in the film. I know, right? Laurel's <laughs> expression. <laughs> Straight people. Take some pills if you're kinder. Yeah. (laughs) And less shrill. Oh, God. Good job. You did a good thing. Oh. See? Kinder. I miss those cell phones. (laughs) They're so good. 
What? <laughs> I heard that Clever singing girl. before. <laughs> Wait, what does she mean? She was just on the phone with Luce, right? Uh-huh. She heard it, the singing through the phone. Oh, so she... oh, I see. From your diaphragm. <laughs> Open your diaphragm. <laughs> yeah. Like a cathedral or something. <laughs> Imagine Space. your mouth like a cathedral. <laughs> yep, that's right. <laughs> oh my god. Like, those are the only words that could propel that sound. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she like, couldn't yeah. say Lucy. <laughs> nope. No, 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 with the projection. Yeah. She's like, what? <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Lena Headey's so cute. You mean Kara Knightley? Yeah, <laughs> sorry. Wow, how far apart were they? <laughs> <laughs> it's the entire little town of London. I think we established they don't run very fast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, or dang. she doesn't. Yeah, definitely. Woo! That's it, huh? Is that it? Oh, is there? Like... No, it's not it. Oh, okay, yeah. That's not it. Don't don't hit stop. Keep going. <laughs> There's like a uh, MCU post credit. Here we are. Untucked, unbuttoned shirt. This is the new heck. He's relaxed now. Yeah, he's living <laughs> his dream. Mm -hmm. Nope. Don't need an update on this. Person. I know, right? Uh, no one's interested in Coop. Yuck. Except Coop. What? <laughs> I know. What? <laughs> I know. Like, is it just a baby? Like, no. <laughs> like, they're they're married. No, it's his new wife. Was there? A, <laughs> did they say like one year later or something? Nope. I don't think so. The following day. <laughs> yeah.
Okay. <laughs> that was great. And then... Why? Why the no. fourth wall? Nope. Why? Tell me, someone. No, no, gross. No. Uh. Why end on his face? It, it ends on his face? It ends on his face breaking the fourth wall. Oh. Because that's the important thing, is that heck is okay. Oh, God. I feel like it makes it his story, right? Yeah. Where Ooh, he looks yeah, at yeah, us. Yeah. For sure. It centers about him. Oh, my yeah. God. Wait, and did they say the flight was 24 hours? Yeah. 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 I was yeah. also like, like are they going, a, they're going around the whole world? <laughs> it's just like a, a 360. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I think that's officially I think that's it. it, right? All right. Yeah. Okay. Stop. Oh, God. <laughs> All right. I'm hitting pause now. Stop. Okay. Yeah, it's happening. Oh. That was Sharon Horgan. I was wondering. Who? Who? Oh, the friend? Yeah. What was she in? She's, um... She looked really familiar. Yeah. I, was I like, feel like all of the actors, they have, like, all the famous Brits in this film. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She was in a... Oh, that show on Amazon Prime called Catastrophe. It's great. Oh, oh you're right. Yeah. yeah. I love yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Such She's a good a show. bunch of stuff, actually. Yeah. Oh, so yeah. funny. She's up in this upcoming thing, Bad Sisters. Oh, and she's also in Motherland, not the Fort Salem one, but oh, the, right. yeah. <laughs> the, <other> one. <laughs> yeah. the one about mothers. Yeah. Okay, so thanks for joining us on that watch along. For those of you who skipped it and are just tuning back in, welcome. We are going to share a few comments from you before diving into what we loved about the film and maybe didn't like so much. <laughs> so from Pedal in Poetry, I'd seen Piper P in Lost and Delirious in high school. So this was a refreshing change of pace. Yes. Probably because gonna... she's alive. Oh, sorry. Whoa, 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 nope. Whoa, whoa, okay. whoa, whoa, <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. No, no, no. Just kidding. Yeah. We nothing, didn't just nothing end happened. it there. Yeah. Nope. Nope. nope nothing. We're good. Mm -hmm. Cool. Um, yeah. Agreed. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Just that's it. Agreed. I'm Googling it right now. No. Okay. Okay. Should I? All right. Okay. I don't okay. know. I mean, it's. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if it's. You want to watch it. I. Yeah, I don't yeah, know. I when I saw it at the time, I was. I don't. I think I liked it. And then, you know. I evolved as a human and it's like, this is kind of traumatic. <laughs> okay. Anyway, from Deep River, Ontario, unpopular opinion, question mark, but this is not good. A romance for anti-romantics. Mm. Okay. Yeah. I don't know if it's unpopular. Does that mean that they didn't like it? I think so. I, I think, think, yeah. I think they're saying this is not a good film and it's probably an unpopular opinion. Mm -hmm. Although, according to... Rotten Tomatoes, it is absolutely not an unpopular opinion. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Point. Yeah. Okay, and then the last one we'll share from Ada is Simple, Romantic, and New Meanings of Lily. And you're a wanker number nine in my <laughs> life. It had like seven eyes, and that's the best we can do with that. Similar to Portrait, the Don't Forget Me, I Won't Remember Anything Else line. Crying face emoji... Uh, broken heart emoji, black heart emoji. Yeah, thanks for sharing your thoughts. Now, Grace. <laughs> yeah, yeah. First impressions. I mean, 
It definitely usurped portrait for me. <laughs> like the filmmaking, acting. Mm-hmm. The it score. was yeah. It was just, nice to yeah. I didn't think that anything would be able to topple portrait, but yeah, no, are. I mean, <laughs> you guys, thank you for the introduction. Um, <laughs> You're welcome. I don't know. It was, I think because the first, this is the first time I've seen it, it's pretty dated. I'm completely removed from the context of that time period and I just don't have a relationship with it. It's hard to appreciate. And I don't have that like nostalgia factor or something. I'm not like hearkening back to when I was 20 or whatever when the letter of the phone came out i don't know it just i think it started off feeling this is terrible this is like such a terrible film but on the other hand i could see it being i could see myself being very excited about the this film like in my 20s when it came out when i was coming out and like being pretty into it so like i can conceptually find a like it feeling a need for me at the end there's like a scene where she's oh like when they're they're running towards each other. Um, and I was like, okay, that's pretty cute. And I felt like a flurry of excitement for them. And I was like, the sort of romantic part of me was like, okay, that's, I'm excited for them. But there's just like these terrible, like, coop. Like, I, I really, really don't like that kind of like annoying sidekick kind of characters in films that just like are really grating. And he's mm-hmm. that to like the nth degree, you know, he's like, it's like the worst possible one because they're often just kind of like you know they're for like comedic intent or whatever but he's just kind of like offensive and annoying you know Mm -hmm. like it's like the worst of all worlds so yeah I think it kind of was about what I expected from like a a rom-com of that era okay how are you with rom-coms generally yeah I I don't know I was gonna say I like them but you're like but actually I hate them (laughs) yeah this is making realize they're so awful no they're (laughs) yeah I'm I'm not averse to them. I feel like mm. they're le- nice, like kind of fluff to watch when you don't mm. want, you know, when I need some content on in the background don't or like while I'm doing something else. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. But maybe just because this is like a gay one, you want to like it more, you know, yeah, there's like a desire for, sure. to, for it to be better. Well, if it had been like kinder to women and then also better about gay people like (laughs) like for a gay rom-com it's kind of like two sort of very foundational things that I would like out of a gay rom-com is that women are respected and that gay people aren't like shamed I don't even know if I'd call this a gay (laughs) rom-com now it Mm -hmm. did feel I didn't remember this from you know when I my first watches but like I don't think I remembered how centered on heck it was and it Mm. felt like in many ways his story almost yeah. to the extent of like saving face where it was you know Joan Chen's story right. and the other two women like it felt like he was like the Joan Chen in this one you know yeah. well I mean not actually Joan Chen because she's great but you know just in terms of like swing the story mm-hmm. it felt like the the movie um catered to him more or it really just sort of it felt like it felt for him more than yeah yeah, the main couple's relationship. It felt like it, it was important for the storytellers to paint him in a very positive light. Like it was a priority for them. Yeah. And he had like the triumphant arc. He even got the end scene. Like it's, yeah. Yeah, right. Literally the last shot. Yeah. Um, that was a choice. That was, yeah. <laughs> and it was like, was Audrey, choice. you're calling it like it's, it was really weird, like breaking the fourth wall, you know, sort of, it felt jarring 
mm-hmm. yeah. you know, like for it to end that way. But it was kind of unsettling, but it does feel like it's like this was his story that he was telling, right? To us. Yeah. yeah. He was telling us. Like, if they had ended it where they're smiling at each other, you know, like, that would have felt different. But they had him look at us. Yeah, and it's weird. like, I've still got it, and it's going to yeah, work out, you, yeah, know? Yeah, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, either way, I would have preferred a version of this movie where we don't get Coop again, right? Oh, yeah. We don't need to see how that wraps up, like, how, oh, he's now, like, a dad, and he's so sensitive and caring. And then also, I don't think I actually care what happens with heck yeah it's great to end it where he's talking to the ghost child and she's like giving him therapy <laughs> we're fine you know i don't yeah. need yeah. Him. his marriage and i don't need to see him fulfilling his dream and then like meeting a woman and having like you know love at yeah. first sight as well yeah 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 i'm curious i want to hear what heather's take was or what happened when you viewed it but also like <laughs> having seen it like after many years have passed what's your <laughs> does it register the same way or does it hit differently you know what? I think I've gone full circle because when I, I think when I first saw it, I've mentioned this before, but I don't really like rom-coms. I don't even really like them in the background. I guess if I have to watch a rom-com like, in the background, is fine. <laughs> but I remember after seeing the first time, not actually liking it. And then I think I became like sentimental because I know it is really high on this, on this list. It is important to a lot of queer identifying women. So I was like, oh, there's probably something really sweet happening here that I just like am, you know, too bitter to appreciate. (laughs) And so I'm like, maybe it's not that bad. But then when I watched it again this week, I was kind of like, what in the toxic masculinity is going on? (laughs) You know, and so, uh, yeah, I mean, there's I can't say I hate it. There are elements of it that, (laughs) that are like really sweet. I do agree that there's chemistry. I like both of the actors. Mm-hmm. I just think that whether they intended to or not, they definitely paint heterosexuality in a terrible light in a way that I didn't need to really like consume. You know, It's a really s- strange way to tell a story about two women falling in love. Yeah, yeah. And then I'll just wrap that up by answering your other question or part of it because Heather actually gave me her review on a piece of paper. Okay, so I didn't ask her for her feedback during the movie. But it was clear that, well, first of all, she fell asleep, like, pretty early. (laughs) Well, that's her review right there. (laughs) Yeah. She was kind of excited about it because it was so high up on the list and she'd never seen it before either. Did she have any context for it? Like, was she prepped at all or? I tried, no, not really, no. Okay, so she was like, oh, this is a high-ranking film on the list. Pretty much, yeah. Which was her prep. And I think at the end she was like, why? (laughs) (laughs) but we'll find out more when we go over our ratings but yeah laurel i'm curious to hear your thoughts too i have so many (laughs) i think when i first watched it i don't know if there's a name for this phenomenon but i i just sort of latched on to the elements that i like Mm -hmm. liked you know i must have because i feel like i just like Maybe I was maybe it was a time in my life where misogyny was more the norm. Right, and, right. You know, just like, oh yeah, men, haha, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. or whatever. And so I was able to like breeze past a lot of that, but definitely not the past couple of times watching it. And I knew so for this watch, I was like, oh, I remember really hating some things about this. It didn't feel quite as bad as Kiss Mig. Oh, really? But, Interesting. Well, because they weren't her oh, fiance. Oh, because the fiance right? was yeah, was that's right. so mean. Like it was just so yeah. That it was like abuse. Abusive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm, that's okay. I need to go back and listen to that episode. Did you? Uh-huh. Did you <laughs> watch? Have you seen? I have. Yeah, oh, okay, and I, okay. yes, I have, okay. and I like it. I, 
Yeah. Yeah. I would say I definitely prefer that over this film. I don't know. Yeah, it's hard for me <laughs> to can... say. I feel like they're on par. I actually kind of feel like Lena Headey and Piper Parabo have, I was going to say they, they have more chemistry, but I, I think that they had pretty good chemistry in Kiss Meg too. I think I also liked Piper and Lena more than I liked at least the the dark haired, I forget <laughs> all of their names, yeah. but like the Piper character in that one, mm-hmm, the one who's mm-hmm. about to get married. She and she said that she was trying to play her as sort of like an an unlikable person. Yeah. So she did it, and I didn't mm-hmm. like her. But yeah, so I liked. We'll we'll get into the the stuff that we liked later, right? Are we? Oh yeah, I guess I we, already told you the stuff I like. But yeah, we can we can talk about. Yeah. <laughs> so I I knew that going in, it was gonna be sort of a. I think I was like a little bit more focused on it this time too, just because mm-hmm. I knew it was gonna come up, all this stuff that I didn't like. I don't want to like make excuses for this film, but like it came out in a time where it's like this very transitional time for like queer cinema. Oh yeah, yeah, you yeah, know. Yeah. And I think we totally. talked about this yeah. before, but there are elements of you know just the toxicity and like male fragility that you don't see kind of as much in other films, <laughs> maybe other queer films. It feels weird. I can't really figure out like why what's going on here and it feels like the director is sort of like an unlikely director and writer right is like sort of an unlikely candidate for this film like why was this Mm -hmm. a film that he was like i want to make this yeah you know yeah who is the writer same same as director and writers uh oh okay that makes no sense to me yeah i do feel like mama mia is a better fit for that person yeah yeah i mean that wasn't a great movie either. But well, I mean, it, but it's straight at least. <laughs> yeah, I that's true. But it felt like he was projecting himself onto like this. Maybe I don't know. You know, maybe I'm just making assumptions. But the um, Heck character, Heck, right? Yeah, yeah. And so maybe there's this is like a personal story for him. But mm. he was like, the studio was like, no, you can't make lesbians the villain. So <laughs> he gave them a happy ending. I don't know. Did you guys do a poll on like how much? people liked this film or was it just kind of like they'd seen it or not that's a great question yeah it was just who'd seen it we asked like a binary question on like you know have you seen it and then we asked more open questions about what you thought of it yeah but this whole this whole season is dedicated to like the top 10 list of like the films your favorite films (laughs) from like a real a real survey right yeah i'd be really interested to know if people are basing it on like that sort of like reminiscent nostalgia factor and if they were to re-watch it now if they would position this film differently on the list or not have it on the list at all yeah i'd like to correlate that between like did they see it after portrait or before as well oh yeah based on the the responses we saw from the poll we put up on instagram recently it seems like compared to the other films more people saw this before portrait like Mm -hmm. for example just like the handmaiden a lot of people responded that they saw it after they were like inspired to see it after Portrait. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But this one has more of like a long standing place in, I think, sapphic cinematic history. Uh-huh. Yeah. And I think also, you know, we we're really thirsty, especially in 2005, 2006. There just wasn't that much out, especially rom coms. <laughs> Debs, yeah. Yeah. Which I also haven't seen. Debs? Me neither. Debs is worth it. I'm actually kind of bummed that was on the list because that's a really fun one. <laughs> But I think, Laurel, what you said is totally spot on, like watching something and sort of ignoring the parts that are problematic, especially Mm -hmm. in 2005, where this was probably more normal, right? Because the first thing I thought of 
and I know it's totally different, but like Wedding Crashers kind of came to mind in terms of almost like the type of humor. I think Wedding Crashers was probably way more like kind of crude and crass, Mm -hmm. but those were the things that were out at the time. Like that's kind of what people were used to watching. And so that pervasive, like toxic masculinity is really woven throughout this whole film. It's just like normalized, you know, Mm -hmm. and now that we're watching it kind of with a different lens, more evolved, (laughs) it's just like hard to ignore those things. It yeah. must be. I don't know. <laughs> like, <laughs> You're like, what's wrong with you? Really reaching. Do we want to talk about what we liked about the film? Yeah, yeah, we can. <laughs> I mean, I feel like for me, it's it's oh. really just Lena Headey and mm-hmm. Piper Perabo. I probably breezed past everything because they're so cute together. <laughs> like, they are. And it's like, oh, well, at least, you know, at least I get to see this and they're very cute. And I just forgot about everything else. I don't know. Yeah, I would agree with that. I mean, I think that they had pretty good chemistry. If we're doing parallels between this and Kiss Mig, I'd like their chemistry better in Kiss Mig. It was fun seeing Cersei in something else. I don't think I've ever seen her in anything else. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wow. I have the reverse, right? Like, I'm used to her from this. And then also she right. was Sarah Connor in Sarah Connor Chronicles, which was like the Terminator TV series. Okay. Uh-huh. Um, so she's like super badass in that. And then she okay. plays Cersei, where she is also badass, but like yeah. a, pretty much a villain, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, for sure. So it was like hard for me to adjust. I'm like, I love her. And I'm like, I'm so scared of her. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is the person who owns the flower shop? Ah. Right, right. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like... I think for me, she looks aesthetic. She looks like Keira Knightley to me. And I think Keira Knightley is also from that era, you know? Like, so I feel for sure. It like, it feels very, it registers in the same way. (laughs) I don't know if I, maybe that nostalgia factor was also something that was, I wouldn't say I liked, but it was enjoyable. Mm -hmm. Like the fashion with the flared jeans and the vests (laughs) and like the low slung (laughs) pants and stuff. It was like very of that that period so it was that was fun i'm looking at pictures of Kira knightley now and it's like uncanny i would not have thought that okay hold on they could easily play i mean not all the pictures but there's certain ones where i'm like oh they could play like older sister younger sister situation Kira's like kind of like a flattened version of her like her head has been <laughs> oh, flattened I can a little see. bit okay yeah like she's I'm, just been squished a little bit <laughs> they're probably related <laughs> i don't know aren't all it's white people <laughs> it's <laughs> Okay, does anyone actually get gay shamed in it? Well, there was the line that, like, the little girl was like, well, that doesn't mean you're a lesbian. That's you know? true. But that wasn't, I don't know if I, I guess I was, like, trying to think it's of things like, that I liked. And I'm like, I like that no one dies and no, yeah. one, no one really gets, like, gay shamed. It's not well, like. her mom at the end is like, well, but you should be with a man. You yeah. Know? And she's, yeah. like, very sort of, like, against it. Right. And then also when it's a little bit of. Like, heck is kind of smirking about it at some points. Okay, let me rephrase what I'm thinking. It's not... <laughs> You're right. But I think that, like, no one is fearful of their... That's true. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, it feels like Piper's point. character is more like, I really don't want to hurt my very gentle, sweet, perfect husband, right? Mm-hmm. Who, who's right. warm and whatever, and his, you and know, is enough. Is enough. Like, yeah. But I don't think she's ever struggling with the fact that she's actually attracted to a woman. Yeah, that's it feels true. like yeah, yeah. so that was nice and mm-hmm. refreshing. I think mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, I mean, she did her research. She got the lesbian <laughs> porn. Oh, so that prepared her. Yeah, that's true. Like, adequately, she was well, set. 
I mean, there was that scene where she was like, have you ever crossed the street and gone to Norway or whatever? Right. But like, <laughs> <laughs> aside from that, <laughs> um, nice to see, you know, a, a non-yellow haired, brown haired scenario. True. That was great. Yep. Always refreshing. <laughs> it's like so low. Like, <laughs> We're really trying. We're really grasping here. What else? Okay. What else? I have one other thing, which is, and I don't know, this is dumb, but like, I actually thought the end was kind of cute. Like, I liked the, I liked what they did with the song. Oh, I don't yeah, like yeah. that song, but like, I like the how she terrible. hears it through this, you know, old yeah. timey cell phone and then it carries and then she's like, I know that song. And like, <laughs> <laughs> that was cute. I mean, I feel like it's successful in its intention, which is to like be like a, formulaic romantic comedy mm. and yeah. it like it follows like all the right steps it has the yeah, right moves yeah, yeah. so it, it like does that so it's i guess i could appreciate it as an attempt to bring a queer storyline to the mainstream with presumably straight actors but it's like so problematic in all the ways that we've sort of like discussed but it it's visibility on some level when people like as like you guys are mentioning we're like probably desperate for it right yeah yeah and I feel like if I had just not seen that extra clip at the end, like that mm, bit in the credits, I would probably true. feel like half a point different about this. <laughs> it gets half a whatever a rating is knocked off for that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. There's definitely an edit of this that would probably end up being like about 30 minutes of a film that I <laughs> yeah. actually really like. Yeah. You know, like I they agree. just, totally they don't get agree. enough time together. Like give them more time. Yeah. Get rid of all the uh-huh. weird coop moments. Oh you know? my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. What are you thinking, Grace? Oh, I'm just thinking about like, yeah, like the parallels between this and Kiss Me, you know, just kind of like the wedding and the uptight, not uptight, but in Kiss Me, she was like the uptight bride, right? And the kind of free-spirited other person, like the husband. I'm curious, like of your take, I'll go back and listen, but like, was the husband or the fiance in Kiss Me like terrible? He didn't start off terrible, but he, there was almost, I'd say it's borderline sexual assault scene. Oh, was there? Okay. Yeah. Like he, when she, well, I think when he finds out that mm. she's in love with this other woman, mm. he's like, no, I'm going to like show you, you know, uh, uh-huh. how great I uh-huh. am by basically Ugh. sexually assaulting right, her. Yeah. 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 And he's also just a jerk. He's really dismissive of her too, just mm-hmm. generally. Right. So right. Heck is definitely a different, a different partner. But they also do the thing where it's like, oh, they have a perfect life, you know? And so Heck and Rachel are newlyweds, but in Kiss Mig, they were, like, about to be married. Both couples were, like, talking about having children. They were, like, fixing up their house or something. And, like, Heck and Rachel's just bought a couch, which isn't, like, very <laughs> you know, whatever. You know, it's like, so they're trying to paint this this picture of, like, oh, this is really nice. You know, like, this is very top-notch heterosexual domesticity right (laughs) Uh yeah i mean in terms of like what you said with this being kind of like a template it's almost easier to write a story and like build a conflict around someone just getting married Mm -hmm. what would the tension have been what do you mean if if it it wasn't if there was no heck well i think so this is the interesting thing that i think we we keep running up against when we talk about these types of films is like so much of these frameworks are built from like a straight perspective mm-hmm. that I don't know that you could take the formulaic rom-com and just like drop a same-sex couple into it and have it feel mm-hmm. queer because like That's things true. like conflict and tension are so sort of like 
hetero. Yeah, it's very like <laughs> this is an aggressive way to tell stories versus something like I don't know. This is weird because this has been on my mind, but like no theater, you know, is not it's not hinged on the kind of like typical conflict that you see in sort of Western storytelling. It's more like emotionality and there's like more of a philosophical arc to to the stories um, Mm -hmm. and like mythology or whatever. But it's not like, oh, we're going to there's going to be like a climax of tension and there's a denouement. And it's more just like I think it's more um, in a way kind of reflective of what conflict is like in daily life where it's it's not like you're having these like head to head battles in your life. It's like, oh, something feels off or something or you start to fall in love and it's not like this crescendoing kind of love. It's just, you know, a, I don't know, more human level feels. <laughs> mm-hmm. And it's hard to I know and it's hard to convey that especially in American cinema where you need like robots fighting each other to hold people's attention or like, you know, bring people in to theaters. So, yeah, I don't know. I do want to like clarify that if you do love this movie, I I don't want to shame you for liking this movie i feel like it's a very like you know like what you like i mean i think we've all been saying the same thing which is like there's parts of this movie that are actually really good and could work really well and like there's also the nostalgia factor you know depending on like when you saw it but like the things that i like about this movie and the things that like made me feel good are like really strong it's just that unfortunately there's this whole other layer that is unfortunately like pretty present and so It's like we would be doing ourselves a disservice if we didn't talk about it, I think. Yeah. I think it's weird to have this be like a first viewing in like present time. Yeah, mm. that's like, true. You yeah. know, like yeah, I think yeah. it served a purpose for people who watched it in 2005 or whenever it was released. So that was what, why I was asking about like, you know, if there was a poll, if people had seen it recently, like post-portrait and kind of what the reactions were or how a CSAT survey on that kind of thing, you know? Like, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, yeah. I mean... N- <laughs> if you'd like to help us make that happen. <laughs> I don't know if it's obvious to people listening, but Grace has a research background. And so, you know, if you want to... If you want to come up with a poll, <laughs> feel free. Yeah. We'll yeah. just give you access to the our account and you can do whatever you want with it. Surveys all day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, great. It's just a survey account now. Yeah. That's what the people want. Yeah. I think <laughs> People so, love taking surveys. Yeah. Actually, I think they do. For they do, yeah. They, no, yeah, I'm for things kidding. that like they care about, right? Yeah. Yeah, anything else that anyone wants to share about their... Oh, I will say I was surprised because when, when the film opens, I thought that like it was being set up in a way that they had established like a relationship between them. Oh. And because the way that they looked at each other oh, right, when she was walking right. down oh, the aisle and I was yeah, like, oh, yeah, they yeah. had something going on. <laughs> you know, but then it's oh, like, yeah. oh no, they totally don't know each other, you know? Yeah. Oh yeah, I was yeah, wondering. Yeah, okay. Yeah, that's funny. No, it was just love at first sight, Grace. Yeah, I mean, I, yeah, have not been <laughs> a florist. You're at. walking down the aisle, yeah. you turn, you're like, oh, who's that burner? <laughs> I've seen yeah. it on the playa. Yeah. Mama want. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm so tired. Uh, Laurel's line, like, with love at first sight. <laughs> Mama want. All right. So I think we have expressed our feelings. And now what's our rating system for this? Like, okay, out of five. Um... I mean, we have so many options, right? We could do scarves, uh, Hats, <laughs> knit hats, um, knit fingerless gloves, low-waisted bell bottoms, thick leather belts, 
flowers, lilies, tribal tattoos, tribal right. tattoos, dance, dance, revolution, dyke, dyke revolutions, dyke, dyke revolutions, <laughs> ghost, ghost children. therapists. <laughs> Anything really like bubbling to the top for either of you? It has to be translatable in emoji form. Oh, that's fair. That's fair. Is that right? Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's nice when that happens, right? It does help. Yeah. <laughs> it does help to communicate to people who can only read an emoji. Um, I mean, Lily is, or like flower. Are there lilies? There are definitely there's lilies, flowers. There's flowers. There's like wilting flowers. There's roses. Kind of like a daisy thing. Sunflowers. There's bu- lotus. There's a bouquet. Yeah, bouquets. I think bouquet was is good. It's a bouquet. Go bouquet. There were several bouquets in this. There were so um, many giant bouquets. Yeah. All right, so we're gonna right. do. Here we go. Out of five bouquets, let's start with our esteemed guest. Uh huh. Yeah. Out of five bouquets, how many would you toss this film? Um, two, one point five. Fair. Yep. Yeah, I think I'll go with that if we're allowed to do decimal responses. So one point five bouquets. Yeah. Anything goes. We are querying the rating system so you can people have given it more than five. What does it get the one and a half bouquets for explicitly? I mean, okay. Well, initially I was like thinking it was two and then I was like, that seems a little high. So <laughs> I'm gonna take it down a notch. I think that was sort of my oh, my God. thinking. But it was more you know, just kinda like what I've probably articulated already was just it's like I think it met a need at a period when people needed it. But like for me to watch it in present day, it's like problematic in many ways. You know? Yeah. 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 So it's nice that you're giving it a bouquet and a half on their behalf. It's like, this is for you because you had it at the time that you needed it. I can't give it more than this. But it's not yeah. zero. <laughs> I'll throw you a bouquet, guys. Yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> right, you guys. Yeah. Laurel, would you like to hand this movie? Some bouquets? I'm going to give uh, Lena one bouquet, and I'm <gasps> going to give Piper a bouquet. And Dyke Dyke Revolution gets a half. Ooh, two and a so half. two and a half bouquets. Okay. Also, I, I did ask, so Allie and I did not rewatch it, uh-huh. but I was like, okay, just based on your memory of how you felt about this, what would you give it? And she also said 2.5. Mm, okay. Mm. That's pretty good. And I was like, can you give me more on why? And she was like, hmm... I remember it was not good. So that was <laughs> what she... But 2.5 for not good is not bad. Yeah. Yeah. That's interesting. It's just painful for me. I don't know why. Like, not your ratings, but just me having to think about what I rate, rate this. It's, like, actually hurting my chest. And the more we talk about it, like, I'm like, just give it two. I'm taking off, like, a half point. Actually, yeah. You know what? I'm taking off the point five because of that, that end scene. That end... What do you call it? The end credit kind of thing. It wasn't post even. It was like, like the post credit. Well, it's kind of mid credit. So yeah, yeah, mid credit scene. Like hearing was Ali, your partners mm-hmm. saying like I give it to two and a half because I remember it wasn't good. It makes me feel like we need to calibrate our scoring system to be able to like assess kind of like how make sure we're all aligned appropriately because otherwise like two point five for her is not good, but for us I was like that team was actually okay, Hi. right? <laughs> so yeah. it's it's interesting to We've hear. We've talked kind of about that. this before actually, like. We definitely need like a clearer framework or rubric for it. But also like if we could just like say what a film like which what film would be five. Right. And use that as kind of like a. Yeah. yeah. We need to hear yeah. everyone's five and everyone's one, I think. 
Yeah, and I think there's also a separate thing where we're there's probably a little bit of a curve for right, right, just yeah, because it's queer. We have to think about that oh, against great the fact that yeah. it's like yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, hard to make these films, you know. So it's like all these things. But I love hearing from a real researcher <laughs> your take on this because it's kind of validating some of the thoughts we've had before. Well, because okay, so like off the top of my head, if a zero is something like Human Centipede, which I haven't seen, but <laughs> I feel like just conceptually, I probably won't like. But then That's your zero. If one is like Transformers, Dark yeah. Side of the Moon, or whatever. Then like maybe I would give it a two a two point five. You know, like once I calibrate my scale, it does kind of uh-huh. change. Yeah, because you're yeah. right. It is a queer movie. You know, that got mainstream support and production. Yeah. Uh, wow. Just put that point five. I can put the point five back in. There. <laughs> but look at remember Heck's face at I'm the end of the back. film. Uh, <laughs> We're giving it back. Okay. Point okay. three. Ah. Uh. I'm just looking at my um, letterbox yeah, to see the a, things yeah, that I've yeah, yeah. given mm-hmm. one for just to kind of calibrate myself. And oh my god, okay, I think I'm gonna give it a, I'm gonna give it a two, and maybe like one flower. But like really, wait, what's a two with a, one a flower? Two, just, uh, <laughs> two point one. Two point. It's a two point one probably because how many flowers are in a bouquet? It depends. I don't know. It depends. Um, shoot. There's a, again, I keep saying this, but there's a version of this movie with, yeah. that would actually probably get four stars yeah, from yeah, me, yeah. yeah, you know, but like the, uh, just the, the toxicity of it is hard to get past, um, and how it's just so centered on the, the men. Okay. I'm going to say 2.25. Cause it's like, I don't <laughs> feel totally two, but I like want to give it a little bit more. What is mm-hmm. a movie that you've given a one, two and a two, two, and then a three. Let's, let's calibrate those. I gave the more recent Mortal Kombat a one. (laughs) (laughs) I gave seven a one. Does that help? I gave Okja a one. Oh, interesting. I gave it chapter two a Uh one. What are some twos? Some two is I gave Birdman a two. What was Birdman? I gave Lost in Translation a two. Uh Okay. Yeah. Do you have any threes? Oh my god! I gave Notting Hill too. Why did I even read? <laughs> Wait, what list are you looking at? Like, where have you documented this? So Letterbox lets you like rate your films, okay. right? And so I think when I went through the out of the box experience, I went through all these films that they surfaced to me, and I like rated mm-hmm. them really quickly. And then since then, I try to track my mm-hmm. films in here. Um, I gave her a two and a half. Oh, this makes me feel bad that I gave this less than her. Yeah. See, that's what I mean. That's it. You did all of those like you did it without a lot of thought. It was just like initial reaction, right? And you're yeah. Giving exactly. this a lot of consideration. And that's hard, right? Now I'm like thinking, yeah. Okay, I'm going to go up to 2.5. Yeah. yeah. All right. I'll just give it a five bouquets, there, you guys. Yeah. What? I'm oh gonna, yeah, God, I'm just yeah. giving it five bouquets. Okay. I think we're overthinking it. I mean, I gave The Quiet Place three. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Portrait is four. <laughs> Imagine. It's five. five. Yeah. Got it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. no. Yeah, 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 system, yeah. Yes. Okay. Again, I've said this before on other episodes, but like three is like a solid. I like this film. I probably won't watch it again for that's, me. That's okay. Yeah, that's right. right like right. four is a love and five is a, this is a perfect film for me. There are very few fives. Three is just solid. So that's why I okay. have a hard time with the point five because that brings so us so close to it. I'm going back down <laughs> to two. Yeah, because maybe you need to <laughs> recalibrate your ratings for the other films based on like some of these. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I need to think about my Yeah, favorite. I think that's where I need to start is like what does a three mean versus what does mm-hmm. a five mean? Yeah, what does a three mean? Yeah. I think those descriptions are good too. Like I liked it, but wouldn't watch it again. Can I read Heather's response now? Yeah. Yes. 
Once again, she has written it down and drawn some flowers. She's actually, okay, she gave it more flowers than I thought she would. She gave it two flowers. Because she slept through half of it. <laughs> she, it she didn't see the it. last part. That's true. I kept waking her up. She's <laughs> like, I'm awake. She said, I can't decide if I should see this as a radical take on how queers can be just as boring as heterosexuals. <laughs> <laughs> or to just admit that this film written, question mark, and directed by a straight seeming white guy is boring. Two lilies for no one getting sexually assaulted murdered, institutionalized, or even screamed at. Progress. <laughs> oh, God. Excellent. Yeah. Y'all. Nope. <laughs> Co-signed. All right. Everyone, your ratings are locked in. <laughs> yeah. And I think it's time to, to move on and take Grace for a, a little walk. What do you yeah, think? Yeah, let's go. I, I need a walk. <laughs> Grace is like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> All right, Grace, come uh-huh. with us to the dark, moist place that we call the Sapphic Ultra. It actually has a very nice lighting. Oh, you sorry. It's well dark, like I mean, like moody, mm-hmm. dim, okay, dim, sure. dim, appropriately <laughs> temperatured place. <laughs> Of the seven mm. culture ball. It feels nice. It's whatever temperature you want it to it's be. It's beautiful here, guys. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Well appointed, very comfy. <laughs> I love it. I think Laurel has recently brought in some um, lazy boys. Yeah. I just want it to be a nice place to hang out. There's a Celine Siyama hologram that you can hang out with. So, Grace, welcome <laughs> to the vault. What would you like to put into it? I, I think things that were like, um, sort of maybe turning points are monumental to me when I think about um, women's U.S. soccer. I think yes. about like Brandy Chastain ripping off her shirt after they beat China in penalty kicks World Cup. That was, That's great. you know, I was just like very intensely, and then, like since I've watched a lot of, but I think that was like for me wave one of like the Julie Foudy, Mia Hamm, Brandy Chastain, that kind of era. So, and then so I've like been sort of loosely following it since then. So I think about that. I love it. That's great. Yeah. There's a couple things that I think, like I'm seeing you, you're wearing, a, is that like a wild thing? It is. Yeah. Yeah. So when my ex and I got married, she presents as, she's like pretty gender non-conforming and she couldn't get a suit, you know, it was like impossible. So she went to men's warehouse and like got like this men's suit tailored and it was still like totally ill-fitting. And so I think just like having... Like being able to in present day, that was what, like, better years ago. So I think it's just exciting to see kind of more fashion labels kind of on the horizon, being able to like create clothes for different bodies, you know? And I think that's exciting. And mm-hmm. I, I always remember thinking, I wish there was like a suit tailored for her that wasn't like her trying to fit into like a men's suit for like this important occasion, you know? It was just awful. So, yeah. I think that kind of thing is really cool. I also want to put, um, what's that name? Fried Green Tomatoes, Mary Stuart Masterson. Oh, yeah. I think Iggy Threadgood was like, was that her name? I don't know. But that was like, I think she to yeah, be gay. So, so, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's great. Yeah, yeah. I can relate to that. I think Mary Stuart Masterson in that and um, mm. some kind of wonderful made me gay when she played Watts, the drummer. Oh, I haven't I seen that. Yeah. Mm. yeah. So gay. That's a good one too. Okay, so you're putting in. U.S. women's soccer? Or, or, like, or specifically that era? 
Yeah, I think, well, for me, that era. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I yeah. think. Like, I think that was, yeah, pivotal for a lot of people. Okay, so you're putting in that era of women's sports suits and, like, clothing tailored for different body types yeah, and, like, yeah. gender identities. Yeah. And then Mary Stuart Masterson. Yeah, from Fried Green Tomatoes. Because from I Fried saw Green her yes, and Betty yeah. and June afterwards, and I was like, this is not... This is not oh. for me. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. That's right. That's right. Yeah. I watched like all of her movies after I watched Fried Green Tomatoes. And I, I couldn't too, like, so. yeah, it was really disappointing for me. Yeah. Okay. Some uh, good submissions into the culture vault. I'm just going to hang out here for a little while, guys. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I think we need <laughs> to cool down and like, just enjoy, enjoy Sapphic culture. I mean, there's so many good things down there now, <laughs> including lesbian bars tomboys a bunch of tomboys from tv and filmers down there <laughs> yeah. silenciama what more could you want carabiners yeah carabiners. <laughs> <laughs> climb, your, yeah, climb, climb out yeah. you know <laughs> <laughs> all right thank you so much grace for joining us and letting us just be part of your experience watching this film for the first time such a privilege thank you sorry Thanks. <laughs> Thank you for the introduction. Um, yeah, never. Yeah. Ne- never again. <laughs> yep. the first and last time. Yeah. All right. Did our discussion spark any new thoughts or feelings about Imagine Me and You? You can post a comment on Instagram at Sapphic Culture Club. You can tweet your opinions at us at Sapphic Podcast, or you can email us at sapphiccultureclub at gmail.com. And lastly, you can find a link to the episode transcript and links to other things we've mentioned in the description of the episode, wherever you're listening to this podcast. Talk to you next time in a couple weeks when we discuss... But I'm a cheerleader! <laughs> yeah, cheer! We, clearly, we were both on cheer teams. Um, <laughs> thank you we're once again, Grace. Cheer teams. <laughs> Yay, you're doing rah, rah. great. Two, Let's three. Go. Wait, what is it? One, two, three. <laughs> Wait, I don't even know. <laughs> wow. wow, Audrey. Wow, my God. Yeah, oh chair means you can't count. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> three, two, one, go. <laughs> Wait, what is it? Like something, something. Who do we appreciate? Like, what is it? Two, five, four, six, six, seven, seven eight. Two, two, four, six. Two, four, six, eight. Who do one, we three, appreciate? One, three, five, seven. Oh, my God. 3.14. 3.14. <laughs> Who are we cheering for? Yeah. Okay. All right. This is Mathletes. Mathletes. Yay. <laughs> and on that note. Thanks, everybody. Thanks, everyone. Goodbye. Bye.